Welcome to our first call of 2024. Happy New Year to you all. I am so far talking to myself because we can't get Marlene's audio to work. But since we start on time and we end on time, I'm going to give this a shot. So first of all, sorry about that. Second of all, hopefully we'll have her be able to join in shortly. While we're waiting, I'm going to take a little bit of time and ask a couple of questions. So this call will be a little bit more interactive. Anyone have a interesting start to 2024? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, we are at what? Day 10? And I have had enough things happen that would have taken me through December already. <laughs> yeah. it, it's been interesting. Um, you know, we've had the issue with our MFO computers. We were hacked. Uh, and mm -hmm. that is what happened to us at the end of December. And wow, what an interesting experience. Oh. Two things I want to tell you about that. The yeah. first is... Everybody panics, right? You can't have any access to your computers. It's all gone. So one thing I'm going to suggest to you all is do you have a backup file that if you ever lost your computer system, you have your database? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Back up to Give the class. some thought because even if you back it up once every quarter, it is very well worth it because if you ever find yourself in a position where everything stops, mm. hey, you have a backup. And I will tell you even something as old-fashioned as printing off a mailing list with their phone numbers, their addresses, so that you'd always have. You know what never seems to have a technical issue? Paper. 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 <laughs> Sabrina. Yes. Can you hear me? I can. Welcome, Marlene. She can. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you now. So, hey, everybody, now that you've had your tip for 2024 of backing up your database and having a hard copy, let's welcome Marlene to the call and now we can get started. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, Marlene. Hey. So, Obviously, you know what, Marlene, this call is off to a slightly different start. So I'm going to ask you a slightly different question. And you probably know what's coming because for the rest of you, Marlene and I were together in Italy when we were in Milan. And we had an amazing time there and a lot of great discussions and then where did we go next? It was Via Reggio, wasn't yeah. it? Is that where yeah. our bet started? That's where the bet was, yes. That's where the I bet knew was. knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> well, you know, it's such a great story. So for everybody else, Marlene had a great year of traveling, doing some great things. And of course, sometimes when you focus on that, business suffers a little bit. And she found herself a little bit behind in her goals. <clears throat> and I'm looking at her going, okay, this is a powerful lady. This is a woman who gets things done. We just need something to focus on to give her that extra little bit of motivation. 
Motivation is a challenging thing for most of the people on this call because you have great lives, you've built a great business, and sometimes it's pretty easy just to get a little off track, and then all of a sudden you're really off track. Yeah. So Marlene, tell everybody your assistant's name. I should bring her in here. Marcy. Marcy. Yep. And when I would ask you when we were in Italy, you know, no, when wait, do you wait though? Because Sabrina, I have to throw this in there. Sabrina needed to get me motivated while she thought she needed to get me motivated. So she said, okay, so what if you, if you don't make your goals, then you have to pay the Andrea Bocelli Foundation $50,000. And what, what she say? said, she went, okay, it's tax deductible. She has the well, money. It's a good cost. Yeah, but ladies, Sometimes money isn't the only motivating factor, right? Right. So it wasn't Marlene's motivating factor. So tell them what happened next. So then Sabrina said, well, I'm going to have to think about it because that was uneventful. <laughs> and so she just, she kind of sat back and we were converting. Like um, I was talking to Mike and talking to Sabrina and Mike said, what time's your I think Mike said, what time's your plane? And I said, I don't know. I'm going to have to call my assistant. And so he oh, said, geez. oh, okay. It's, and, and he asked me a couple more questions and I repeated, I don't know. I'm going to have to call my assistant because my assistant knows everything about what is going on. And um, he said, oh, it's great to have a great assistant. And I said, you bet. That's, I mean, I focus my whole life around my assistant knowing what I'm doing so um then Sabrina I'll let you take it from there so realizing that Marcy controls everything that happens in Marlene's life I looked at her and said I've got it I've got the back to which you could almost see Marlene going this is not going to be good and here's the bet. If you don't hit the number that you wanted to, I get Marcy for a year. Oh, I get to use Marcy for work on the foundation or any of that kind of stuff. But I get Marcy. She doesn't. She's going to have to figure out her own plane and her own hotel and what she's doing and all of that kind of stuff. And the look on Marlene's face just like no that's exactly what i did no that is exactly what yeah. and literally we, we saw this was at about early afternoon she met with us for dinner which was you know it's italy so it's like 7 30 right at 7 30 she comes to the restaurant wearing her headset sitting down and says i've just taken two listings i want you to know i'm taking this seriously and you are not getting Marcy. <laughs> so, you know, the, the best part of this whole story is that I got a call on about December 28th, or actually it was Mike who spoke with you. And Mike comes into my office and says, you need to call Marlene. She made her numbers. I was like, I don't get Marcy. I'm the skin of my teeth. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. But it was a great example of coming up with something that really makes a difference to you. What is that thing that would motivate you? Do you know what that is? Because sometimes repetitious boredom and doing this business at a high level, you prospect every day, you do your stuff, you make your sales, you do the stuff, you make your sales, you do the stuff. Anybody get that? But once in a while, needing that little push and having a goal that really made a difference, that was a such an interesting thing to watch you go through, Marlene, because I saw you every time that I saw you. You're like, I'm getting deals. I'm doing this. This is happening. I'm focused. I'm going. She made it on December 28th. And I finished it, it with, awesome. you are not getting Marcy. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a great story and a great uh, thing that I look at and say for everyone, what is motivating you? What can you do that you look at and say, I'll make this commitment and I'm going to have the best month of my career in February or whatever day that you're going to pick or something that is really important to you. So with that being said, I'm going to try and do the fast version of our seven questions and say, so Marlene, could you tell us about your average day? Did I lose you? We can't hear her. How do you like that? I get to the questions again. I should have just kept talking about Marcy. So, um, Dee, if you're monitoring, if you can help. Can you hear me? Now we can. Okay. So, so basically my, my day starts at 4am. I am an early riser, um, have been for, I don't, I don't even remember getting up later than that ever. I'm sure I did, but anyway, I start at 4am. I work out. Um, about 45 minutes to an hour. I read for a half an hour and then I get ready and go to the office. So I'm here at my office between 6.30 and 7 every day. And then I answer some emails, set up my day. I have a call list that's put together uh, by my assistant. Marcy. Um, Yep. (laughs) You're not getting Marcy. So, and then I'm on my phones at eight o'clock making my first calls every day. So um, do you have days where you just don't do it? No, No. you just do it every day. Tony Smith taught me really early on that you make your calls. Good job. I just, I start with expireds and canceled and then I go to my database after that. And then I do follow-up calls, just listed, just sold. Yeah. So I do a variety of calls. So do you base your prospecting on the number of contacts you get or the time? The number of contacts. And how many do you try and how many do you, you don't try, you do achieve each day? I try to, well, I, I do between 40 and 50 calls a day. Contacts? Not always. No, okay. probably about 30 to 45 contacts, depending on the day. Well, that's still really good. Mm-hmm. So there's so many people who are always like, but nobody answers. 
Apparently they answered their phone in St. George, Utah, everybody. Yeah. And so, all right. So question number two, what is, how do you handle the obstacles that come along or the bets for Marcy that come along? How do you deal with those challenges that appear? Um, well, dealing with Marcy, I just <laughs> did what I said I was going to do. Yeah, I'm pretty tenacious. So, um, okay. Can you hear me still? Yeah, I can, I can still hear you. I can't see anybody. My oh, okay. screen changed. You were looking a little bit weird. So, yeah, that's because my screen has changed. And all I see right now is the word Zoom. But yeah. keep going. Oh, so, yeah. Anyway, I just, um, Mike, Mike would say my biggest obstacle actually is working with buyers. I have a problem. Uh -huh working with buyers, as you know, but, um, my business. So why do you find that so hard to give up? Because for all of you, if you all haven't already had this conversation and so many of you wonderful ladies have had this conversation with Mike, of uh, stop working with buyers. Yeah. And yet women seem to just want to nurture everyone into their next beautiful new home. I think so. Why, Marlene? I have investors that have bought 11 properties from me. And okay. a lot of times those are sight unseen. Okay. You know, I'll send them listings and they'll call me and say, write this contract. Okay. I can't well, know that I'm passing on that. Well, and I don't think Mike would suggest you would pass on that either. But yeah. do you also find yourself with other buyers who take a lot more time than you yes. ever expected? I, yes, I do. So I think yeah. those ones you have to give up. I'm working <laughs> on that. I'm working, You're working on, it. on it. Yes. Good job. I'm not going to ask you how you manage your time because it sounds like you're really disciplined with your time and getting to the office every single day. I um, what I will ask you, is there one piece of advice you could share with how the rest of us could become more disciplined with our schedules and following that routine every day. Yeah, I would say if you seriously want to be disciplined, make a schedule that works for you and follow it. It doesn't have to be my schedule. It doesn't have to be Sabrina's schedule. It needs to be your schedule. And because there's people have different lives. Some people have kids. You've got to work around that. Some people have, you know, golf dates that they go on in the morning. I know all kinds of different people, but if you pick your times and say, okay, this is when I'm going to work, be consistent at that and just do it every day. You know, it is interesting because no matter how fluid a schedule is, we all do certain things at the same time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I guess, as you said, find what works for you and then stick to that. So good advice. So what is one thing that you could share with all the rest of us on how you deal with your days? Like, we know your schedule's pretty solid, but things have to happen to you too. And how do you deal with it when something comes along and you're not quite, you know, it's not going to allow you to follow your schedule the same way you would. So like something that is overwhelming or 
somebody's angry or is that what you're talking about? Yeah, just, you know, that's sort of the next question, but yeah, let's deal with that. If you have something that comes up or if you're upset about something. Mm. If it's me that's upset, I try and step back and breathe, you know, just take a minute to ponder and think about what's happening and why is it happening? I'm a big believer in there are at least two solutions to every problem, at least. (laughs) So I just have to process that and figure out, okay, what are my options here? What are the solutions? So that's how I deal with it. You know, like in May, I will have been married to Mike for 19 years, which like to me, I celebrate that every day. Hey, I, I'm now the record holder of spouse with Mike. Yes. <laughs> I think I've knocked all the rest off, even if they were all accumulated. But it was interesting because when we went through this hack and we found out that our system had been hacked and we lost all of our computers, Mike is like, well, that that's okay. You, being upset about what has happened isn't going to make it easier to move forward. So sit down, figure out what we need to do make a list and let's get it done. And I'm looking at him going, do you ever just like, he'll lose it on something like a missed golf shot. Well, even that he doesn't lose it on, but this was a big deal. And he's sitting there and just saying, it's not going to help to become upset or to be frustrated because all that does is drain so much emotion and energy from you. So if you take a couple of minutes, it only takes you a couple of minutes. It takes me a lot longer. <laughs> well, not always, but, but there's no, you know, if somebody's angry, there's no sense in, I, I believe Mike, you know, there's yeah. no sense in getting angry back because that just adds fuel to the fire and it's not going to solve anything. So that's, so true. Well, you know, interesting. And you ladies have all heard this before, Mike saying, be the calming force in every situation. That for all of us who have an interesting start to 2024, write that down for yourselves and post it somewhere. Be the calming force in every situation. There is so much power in that. And there is, it just changes your whole energy and how you are able to get through things. And sometimes I think that once you learn how to do that, the problems start lessening. It's it's like learning your objection handlers. Once you've learned them, you don't seem to get them anymore. It's almost not fair, right? (laughs) So Marlene, can you share with the group something that you do to strengthen your mindset? Um, well, I read a lot. I do read. Um, I do a lot of yoga. I love yoga. Um, I go for walks. So I think all of that helps. Yeah, that does help. Have you ever been challenged with your mindset? I think everybody has. Yeah. So is it something that you're pretty protective of? Um, probably. 
Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Um, for those of you, if you haven't had a chance to really get to know Marlene, you're going to be in San Diego, right? Yes. So everybody go meet Marlene. She, you truly are a very um, unique, wonderful person because you have a sense of calm about you. Even when you're nervous, because like literally five I'm minutes so before nervous. the call started, she was nervous. And then, of course, the audio doesn't work. That always makes it nice. You know, all of these things. How do you handle stuff under pressure? And it's one of those things that you look at and say, protecting your mindset and making sure that you are moving forward is always, it, it just has to be your top priority. If you lose your mindset or you get into a negative place, it's really hard to move forward. It's true. So, yeah, that's so how much yoga do you do? Uh, well, I did yoga this morning, this week. Is it Wednesday? This week I've done yoga. It twice. is Wednesday. I've mm -hmm. done yoga twice this week. So I like I like to run. I do run. Um, I do high intensity workouts and um is it yesterday monday monday i did i ran for three miles and then i did yoga after three miles anybody else running three miles a day <laughs> i just yeah it goes to show you as well you walked, we walked all over milan like yes that. but i walk you know, I, I, I'm the uh, tortoise in this picture. I'll still get there, but not very fast. And that's okay too. But it really goes to show you that do what works for you. Just keep doing it. Yeah. The one, again, I, I refer so much to Mike, but he has this great saying right now that is always keep moving to keep living. And there's so many times that you get home from, a long day or you're just tired and if you would only get up and go for a walk or do something it just cleanses all the crap from the day so true so yeah it really is an important thing so what is one piece of advice that you would give all of us marlene other uh, than go shopping with sabrina because i'll make you buy stuff yes she will <laughs> I'm not a big shopper, but I did go shopping with Sabrina. <laughs> and you bought stuff. I did buy stuff. Yeah. Mission accomplished. I bought, I bought good stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. So let's see. Um, I don't know. For me, nothing earth shattering. I mean, I read, I read The Secret a couple of times a year. I think that's an awesome book. And so I kind of live by that. I think books are biggest, my biggest thing, you know, for, so you're, I would just read good books, read more mm -hmm. and read good books. Yeah. Earl Nightingale. Yeah. I think anytime you read, you're just educating yourself. I think that's good. well, and you know, it's interesting because for people who are busy, it doesn't always seem to feel like you have the time. But for all of us, really, we, we don't have 15 or 20 minutes just to read a chapter of a good book. And as you were just mentioning, Earl Nightingale, if you guys don't have ready, 
order it today. There are two Earl Nightingale books that I have on my table all the time. One is The Essence of Success. And all of those stories are only two or three pages long. And the other one is called This is Earl Nightingale. And they're such great books. And yeah, you know what? It is one of those things that like, okay, I'll share with you guys. You know, we were hacked. Then we had to write handwritten checks for the staff and coaches. Somebody stole the checks and fraudulently rewrote them. So that happened over Christmas. We had a great team member of MFO pass away over the holidays of a massive heart attack. We had, you know, like, and you're sitting there going, it's day four. What's going to happen? How do you get through this year? And yet everybody knows that tomorrow still comes, right? Think back to some of the things that you have been through in your lives. You are such strong women. You are such strong members of this crazy thing called the human race. And you are capable of handling these things that come along and you grow and you get stronger and you get better. And Marlene, I have to tell you that the time that I spent with you, I so enjoyed that because my world is like a ping pong or a pinball machine. You know, we talk about schedule. I have my schedule planned and then Mike walks in and says, we're leaving now for where we're going to the East coast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What happens? And That's what my life is like. So, okay. But you are a calming force. And I love that sense of peace that you exude. Even when you're stressed, you still seem peaceful. So I really enjoy that. And I hope that it rubs off on me a little bit more. So thank you for being that person for me. My pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) So with that being said, oh, um, you said you read a lot. Share with us what book you're reading right now. So I'm actually reading Grace. It's a Grace. How appropriate. Yeah, right. It's called Grace? Yeah, it's called Grace. Um, so I'm reading that one. And What's it about? I, Is I know Diane Barney asked if I do audible or um, physical, and I do both. I do have the secret is on my coffee table at home. So that's one that I, and I do have the essence of success. So I, I do have those certain books that those are all. And I went through my office the other day and cleaned everything out. And I cannot believe how many books I have. So I do a lot of physical books too. So, so what, what would be your second favorite after the secret? Um, probably the essence of success. Yeah. yeah. Cause I read that one a lot too, but you know, I don't watch TV, um, ever TV watcher. Mm-mm. Well, okay. I take that back. I, I do watch the Super Bowl once a year. <laughs> I don't know why I just always have. And I do watch the CMA awards. That's, that's <laughs> it for TV. So I read at night instead of watching TV. Well, 
what a great thing to do. And it's interesting because I think part of the reason why so many people will watch TV is they're just mentally exhausted. And yet putting all that stuff into your head is, yeah. you know, if you guys all remember, Mike has drawn that snowman on the board a million times and everything that happens in your day gets into your subconscious. It's all there. So be a little more choosy about what you allow to get into your head. And it probably is a good idea to turn off the TV a little bit more often. We were somewhere recently and it was four couples, Mike and I and three other couples, all of them were retired and they were all talking about the shows that they binge watch. <laughs> I'm going, that's your life. Oh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to die in front of the TV. So I think we're all with you on that one. <laughs> so, well, let me just take a moment and say thank you for being our guest for the first event of 2024. It's great to have you. I love the fact that you accomplished your goal and that we set it on something that really mattered. And a little while ago, you and I had a con actually, it was you answering Mike in Italy about why you are in coaching. Do you remember what you said? Oh my gosh. I wouldn't not be in coaching while I sell real estate. Like that's just to me is kind of dumb. I mean, I need guidance. Yeah. You, you actually, you, you might remember this as you said, but it made such an impact on me. You said, as an independent contractor, you have no one who cares if you show up, no one who cares if you produce, no one who cares if you sell something today, and your coach is that person for you. Yep. Because when you call them every week, you had to have done something. So with that said, I'm at the top of the hour. We always stop on time as well. You ladies are the best. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. We'll see you, you next week in San Diego. Thank you, Thank you Marlene. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you everybody. Good. Thank you.